Welcome to the Revolution Solution, the podcast where we talk about your life questions, your love questions, as well as your silly questions. I am John Alden. I'm Lef Lane. And introducing today, we have DJ Hashtag Not A Girl. Uh, yeah, so a little backstory about that name uh, for anybody who doesn't know who I am. Uh, my brother actually is the reason why I really got uh, involved with Revolution, uh, but he just told me, hey, you need to go by Hashtag Not A Girl because that's our inside joke, so wow. that just, that's kind of why. <laughs> it's a loving tribute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess with that, we could go right into our Let's life do question. It. Uh, Left Lane, you want to go ahead and take it away from us? Sure. It's from a sad, sad lad. And I'm not just making a judgment. That's what the name says. Okay. I'm a senior. Seniors usually end up having to do lots of projects, and I'm no I'm no exception. I've been working on something for a capstone class this whole semester, and I just realized the other day I've got a better idea that I like a lot more. My professor is really laid back and would probably let me start over, but is it worth it? What do I do? Well, that's a really tough situation to be in, especially we're getting into the late part of the semester where decisions... Yeah, only so much time. <laughs> yeah, decisions really count, and uh, I'd say if you, if you have a good pathway to it and it's something that you, you know exactly how you want to get it done... I think it might be worth considering doing it over if you're willing to put forth that kind of time with only, what, three weeks left, four weeks left? I don't want to think about it, actually, how much time <laughs> there is left. Yeah, I would say from a from someone who's graduating, it's probably a really hard decision for you to make. Uh, personally, I would say, um, because I, I also have a lot of projects this semester. I'm in, I'm in three capstone classes right now. Um, and I, from the get-go, chose stuff that I pretty much liked, right? But if you, um, my question would be keep, like, keep working on the thing you already have planned and maybe start on this extra thing. And if you're really feeling it, if you're rolling, if you're getting stuff done, then it might not even be that big of a deal to switch over, you know? Like, if it's something mm-hmm. you really like and you get a lot of momentum, like, say it's like a big paper, just start writing the paper. And if it comes out really easily, just do it. You know, it may end up being quicker for you to do something like that than to continue on what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I would say. It's like it's always easier to do something that you really enjoy doing rather than doing something like that you don't like doing and you're just doing it because you have to. Right. That can really, I think, bump up the level of quality that you actually get from your work. Especially I'm the kind of person if I if I'm like you and I come up with this fantastic idea from that point on, I've lost all motivation to do what I was doing before. So it may be. I feel like if I was in your shoes, I would go with starting with a new project because I don't think I would be able to finish what I had originally started at this point. Yeah, especially knowing that in the back of your mind, like, I could do so much yep. better. <laughs> so I think that it, I would take the cautious route and, and just take, like, a night, like, a, I know you don't want to give up your Saturdays, but just, like, a Saturday night or even if just whatever night you have free, just spend a couple hours like, if you were going to switch to this new idea, do what you would do. You know, do the research, write a couple notes, whatever. Um, and if it really starts to work out, then, yeah, you can maybe take the plunge and go hmm. for it. But if you're one of those people, I think, like, a lot of people know themselves. They know they're indecisive. If you're one of those people that just goes from project to project without finishing anything, then I would definitely stick to the first one. Hmm. Because changing products projects is probably not going to help you if you're very indecisive. Well, that's a very good way to wrap up this live question, I would say. Let's let's go ahead and transition now into our love question. Very <laughs> simple. Yeah, it's very simple, but very, uh, well, straight to the point. Here we go. It's, it goes like this. 
Is it bad to graduate college without losing your virginity? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Can we try to talk about this without talking about our own like like preferences? Sex lives? Yeah, <laughs> sex lives. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know everyone that well, but. Um, let's just try to be neutral, judgment, neutral. We're not judging anything. Yeah. Here. Let's go ahead yeah. and put that on the forefront. Right. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. And obviously it comes down to whether you're worried about, like, if you're just wanting to have sex or if, if you're, if you're choosing to be a virgin while you graduate, I don't think it's something to be embarrassed about at all. No. If you want to be a virgin, like if someone's telling you, why <laughs> haven't you had sex during college and you're fine with, with that. Without having to have done that, right. I don't think you should let that person get in the way of what you want to be doing or not doing. Right. Yeah, because that person really shouldn't even be that concerned about your sex life right. to begin with. Or maybe that person concerned about your sex life wants to be a part of it. Oh! <laughs> That's another way to think about it. I, I think, um, so I don't think it's bad to graduate without losing your virginity. Like, in, And in fact, I don't think it's bad to be a virgin, period. Like, you could, oh, yeah. you could literally be a 40-year-old virgin. I don't think that's bad. Like, I mean, unless you've been desperately trying to, you know, yeah, there's There's action. certain circumstances, like you said, if you are if you didn't plan on being a virgin at I this mean, certain point yeah, in your life. I can see why you might feel bad about it. But there's nothing inherently wrong with being no. a virgin. Um, I think there's just, like, a stigma to it, especially, like, after... Right. Uh, what is it? Uh, the forty-year-old virgin, maybe. Right. Of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I can just see that like Steve Carell poster where he's staring and he's got like the polo on and he looks like such a nerd <laughs> and like oh man, but but there's nothing wrong with it. Um, and and even if you don't have sex ever, by, be it by choice or by circumstance, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I will say a lot of my friends who did not go to college, um, have found it hard. Not this isn't a sex related like this isn't just specific to sex but but they found it hard to meet people you know Mm -hmm. if you know what you're you know your co-workers you know um obviously your family and you know you're not trying to date any of those people so like um so it's kind of hard if you're not in like a school environment to meet people so if you were interested in casual dating or Mm. casual sex then uh <laughs> that's why they created the likes of tinder right. and all that fun stuff you may stuff. have to explore alternative means i i think personally it might be a little harder to to find someone to engage in sexual acts with when you're not in college but there's nothing wrong with it i don't think it needs to be a societal norm that you have a lost your virginity sex, yeah. by a certain point in your life. Like, right. I don't need to be telling my kids <laughs> By the time I'm you're older, 25. You need to have lost your virginity before you're out of college. Oh, my God. That'd be terrible. Um, I'm curious what, what, what made this question pop into somebody's head. But I, I, maybe you yourself are stressed about if you're going to have trouble outside of college finding that partner for right. life. Right. That's, that's what I think would be the biggest problem is, like, people put a lot of pressure on themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and perhaps so much pressure that they um, don't live life in the way that they normally would, you know? Like, you're so freaked out about, like, oh, my God, is this person the one um, that you kind of get lost? You aren't able to just enjoy the moment or, like, enjoy the presence of another person. And I'm not just talking about sexual context, mm-hmm. you know? I just mean in general. Um, and, and again, um, there's that old stereotype that uh, – people get married really young because they don't want to have sex before marriage and then you know they marry somebody they maybe shouldn't have and they get divorced and all that and that's just like such a bad mix of like societal stuff Mm -hmm. like all together you know expectations and whatever's going on i I wouldn't try to rush into losing your virginity 
And if you yeah. are going down the route of saving yourself from marriage, you need to kind of not be so focused on the sex part of it, but find that person yes. you want to spend your life yeah. with and then go from there. Yeah, that's true. Especially because like sex is a very big part of like a relationship. Like you don't want it can be mm-hmm. like you don't want yeah, it to be very like forced with someone that you don't actually love. Right. Yep. Yeah. Don't I, marry somebody just to get to yes, that. Yes. Yes. Apex. Slow clap. Like do not marry somebody just so that you can have sex with them. That should not be your reason. That shouldn't. Because clearly you can do that without that covenant, covenant, whatever you want right, to call the, it. Co- <laughs> you do not have to consummate a marriage. <laughs> you don't wait. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but if I think- you're, let me put it this way: if you're more worried about having sex and getting married, then don't get married first. Um, is that, does that make sense? It makes my brain hurt, but I think I get what you're saying. I think we've we've talked about this in so many different ways, and I think it is important because a lot of people feel weird about it. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a weird thing to even talk about, even on this podcast. You know, but I mean, it is a question that I'm sure a lot of people do think about: Is mm-hmm. it bad to graduate college without losing your virginity? It's very simple. But I'm sure there are some people out there. Clearly, there's at least one person out there who's thinking about this. (laughs) And I feel like, you you know, losing your if you do lose your virginity in college, that's not a bad thing either. Even if it were just some weird one night stand or whatever, and you're never going to see each other again. I mean, you had the experience. It doesn't have to be a huge thing, you know. Like you may have a good story to tell. (laughs) It's a it's a very personal experience too. It's Mm. something you go through like yourself, so it shouldn't be based off of anyone else's opinion. Right, and and also like it doesn't have to be amazing either like you don't have to have this awesome time i mean like it's gonna be probably weird right it's not gonna be very (laughs) movie like theatrical cinematic yeah i mean don't just you know there's a huge cult of virginity in america and i'm left lane is here to tell you that it doesn't really matter that much in my opinion so in the grand scheme of things don't let societal norms decide what you need to do do it on your own terms. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's a touchy subject. <laughs> oh, that's a good pun. That's a good one. That was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to leave now. Let's, let's bring in the two cents questions. First one, most overrated campus food? Definitely Chick-fil-A. Ooh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely the highest rated. I mean, it's always got the longest lane. Uh, I mean, I love Chick-fil-A, but there are, I don't think there's been, I could probably count on one hand how many times I have waited in the line to get Chick-fil-A. Mm. Nine times out of ten, if I'm going to Chick-fil-A on campus, I'm going at an off time because yeah. I'm not ready to stand. And there's too many other places that I'm willing to eat out on campus than to stand in line for ten plus minutes for mm-hmm. a chicken sandwich. I guess other places that are held in high esteem, like Panda Express is another place where the line is always super long. Mm -hmm. But there, for some reason, I kind of feel like it's worth it sometimes, (laughs) depending on what time you get there. Because, like... When I get Panda Express, I usually have leftovers, so I kind of feel like I'm getting That's two true. meals, you know, for the price of one line standing sessions. I don't know. What's I don't know. It's always really good to, like, I, Panda's, like, my favorite food, yeah. actually, so I don't know. I can't really, like, Bias. agree that it's overrated. <laughs> Those are definitely two of the uh, the highest volume yeah, yeah. places on if campus If I had to, to choose, eat. I'd definitely say that Chick-fil-A is overrated because it's just a Chick-fil-A, man. Panda Express, that's the only Panda Express we got in Bowling Green. So. What about Subway? Subway a little overrated, too? Subway, I don't really think anyone goes to Subway because they're like, oh, yeah, I love Subway so much. I think it's just like, well, Subway, it's, like, kind of healthy, right? People so go to Subway <laughs> at 2 in the morning 
morning because it's the only place left right, on campus yeah. that's open. A subway is just a convenience thing, I think, and a health thing probably. So. I don't know, honestly, I would say that subway is underrated. But underrated? like, then again, I'm a little biased because I worked there for two years. Okay. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, uh, maybe we'll have more food questions next week. Maybe. I, there are lots of opinions on this one. <laughs> um, so let's go to the next one. Uh, do musicals get too much hate or not enough? Or not enough? <laughs> Goodness, I... I think it just depends on the musical. I, I, from my personal experience, up until I saw The Greatest Showman, I wasn't really a fan of musicals in general, but I was kind of forced along to see that movie slash musical in the first place. Wait, is The Greatest Showman the one with like Hugh Jackman? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that that's really bad. I guess it depends on who you talk <laughs> I've to. I've heard like, really good things about it. I think the soundtrack itself is what gets it the recognition that it has. Right. Maybe from a movie standpoint or from a storytelling standpoint, it might not be too good. That's what I've heard. I've heard the story sucks. <laughs> but I think, when I think of a musical, I think of corny, stupid yeah. little songs. Yeah. But the music in this movie is, I think, what made it as good as it was or, or made it palatable mm. compared to I other see. ones. You're speaking like a film critic now. You know, This movie was mm, palatable. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do we want to talk more about that? or like? <laughs> what else? What, all, what other musicals have you all seen? Well, I, 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 any musical, whenever I think musical, I always think back to like high school musical. <laughs> like, I'm, I hate to say it, but I, that's like I've the first thing. That's that the generation we live in. Though. It's like I've our parents, it was it. Greece. And with our generation, it was the High School Musical trilogy. I, I think, I don't know about musicals getting too much hate or not enough. I think it is a case-by-case thing. But I am scared of people who, like, religiously like musicals. Like, those people are intimidating, and I don't want to... Like, like, like the people who have, like, soundtracks. Yeah, like, and, the, you know, the they, like, they break out in song in real life. Like, I'm a little scared. Not not because I think that you're, like, that you're in the wrong for doing that, but just because I'm a little bit intimidated by people who have that kind of confidence and bravado, so... It's like doing, uh, what is it, flash mobbing. Yeah. It's like imagine if everybody in theater, the theater program, decided to flash mob on in Centennial that's Mall what we should have. That's how the students should have protested. They should have done a giant flash mob, a very angry one. <laughs> they really put the mob in flash mob. <laughs> Grab your torch and pitchfork. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, goodness. That was a Shrek reference. In case oh, nobody lovely. Understood. I love it. I don't have a very good Shrek accent, but I tried. All right. Well, hashtag not a girl. Would you like to read your last question? If you could save one thing from your burning house, what would it be? Oh. From Christian. Christian. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Christian. That's a real name, I believe. (laughs) First time we haven't gotten something... Wacky. Wacky. (laughs) Wonky. Whatever word you might want to use. What if those other names were actually people's real names, though? (laughs) Like, they're just very strange. Props to the Gen Xers that created you. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, so one thing from my burning house, well, obviously my cat. See, yeah. That makes me think, should I save my dog at that point? Well, okay, I wasn't even thinking animals at first. Well, I, I, that's the first <laughs> thing I thought of, to be honest. But I guess everyone would save their animals first. So maybe we should just say, excluding animals. Let's excluding. say the animals Say they are can safe. get themselves out. Yeah, they're fine. They're Especially safe. if you have multiple animals. Like, oh, like, if no. you would have to pick only one. Like, what if you have like you, a, like a you fish and you have to pick up the whole tank? <laughs> um, Honestly, I'm the kind of person that I don't think I would have enough time to think. Mm-hmm. I think I would just be grabbing whatever I see that I knew is important and getting the heck out of there. Do you end up with like a bag of corn chips or something? Like it's the first thing <laughs> that's, you saw. That's honestly the way I think. I'd be like, this is essential, and it's really <laughs> nothing important at all. Man, I guess I'd have to get like, 
like my, like a laptop or something, just because I have so that's much stuff stored on it. Yeah, if you don't have it. a laptop yeah. with you, yeah. Yeah, that's hard. Basically, though. just hopefully everything you need is in your backpack, and then you just hoist the yeah, backpack. Yeah, that'd be along. great. Just a single backpack. It's got my wallet and you know, mm-hmm. things like that. That would be something I'd make sure I pick up. Definitely wallet, wallet and car keys and <laughs> things I wouldn't have to. It's like that Adam Sandler thing where he's like, phone, wallet, keys. Phone, wallet, is that from, what, what, what Adam Sandler movie is that? I, no, I don't think it's a movie. I think it's just like a thing. It might not be Adam I Sandler. I don't know. What you're <laughs> go look, go Google phone, phone wallet, wallet keys. keys. You'll see. Goodness. Yeah. I don't know. When it comes to like what I would say from Burning House, like, I don't think I would like things like that. I feel like personally, like that's just like replaceable. Like mm-hmm. we have a family mm-hmm. photo album that like oh, well, I have oh, several no. siblings, so there's like a photo album like yeah. that has each a section mm-hmm. for each sibling. So, like, that would probably personally be, like, the thing that I grabbed because, like... Wow, you're so right. That puts it in a new perspective. I have this photo album that's full of pictures of my dad. I made oh, it, yeah. like, after he died. So, that, oof, if I lost that, that'd be rough. So, it seems like something that you would kind of have to plan for, even yeah. though you're not anticipating a fire happening in your you home. You need, like, a go box. Put all your heirlooms and things in a go box. I tell you what, I, there box. are... I have bought um, fireproof boxes before. Yeah. That you can store some stuff in yeah. that if they if it makes it out. Yeah, so, so yeah. we just got really somber, but I guess <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I guess that's how we're gonna wrap up the episode. So um, let's let's do a quick shameless plug for Mayhem. Oh yes, we got Mayhem next Friday, April twenty sixth, right here on campus at South Lawn. We got Dan Luke and the Raid, a bunch of other bands. Sugar Daisy, Sugar Daisy, yeah, Full Frontal Source. So, yeah, the that's, Rift, that's my favorite Waco name right Bell. there. Full Frontal Source and Waco Bell is a pretty interesting name too. I would like yeah. to talk to them, and figure I'm out where that name came from. I'm super excited, and we're gonna have artists there like artisans, crafters, people who want to set up booths, uh, they're going to be out there for you. So if you want to set up a booth, there is still time to get that set up. All you got to do is email wwhrmanager at wku.edu, and uh, we'll, we'll get you started. All we ask is that you make a $15 donation to Rain Hill Equine yeah. Facility. Check or cash. Um, and uh, if you don't know what that is, it is a facility for blind horses. Didn't know that existed, did you? Yeah. And they're taken care of by this facility. So. And also remember to submit your own question here for our podcast in the future at uh, either facebook.com slash WWHR Revolution Solution or go to our podcast page on revolution.fm. You'll see the Revolution Solution there and you'll be able to click the link where you can submit your own cutesy little name and your cutesy little question for yeah, us to answer or not so cutesy you know. yeah it could be serious too we've had we've had quite a bit of both here uh so for myself dj hashtag not a girl <laughs> and left lane this has been the revolution solution have a wonderful evening and don't forget to yeehaw <laughs> why do we yeehaw why are what's with the whole cowboy thing well, I mean, it all started when I was born to a cowboy family. My mom, a cowboy. My dad, a cowboy. My cat, a cowboy. So everyone, there's no gender. No. The cow. There's no gender. We're all cowboys. Got it. <laughs> yeah. That's enough for me. It's very fitting that you found that. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my.